0: hello how are you guys god bless you guys thank you for tuning in once again i hope you guys had a lovely thanksgiving with your family amen um i was definitely with my family um it was my sister's birthday yesterday actually which is kind of cool so she had you know extra you know she had an extra you know blessing on top of her birthday thank you jesus um amen um So there's this story. I wanted to share with you guys this story that's in the Bible, and it's in Luke chapter 15, verse 11 through 32. So if you wanted to read that for yourself, you're more than welcome to. Um, Before I begin, I want to pray in. Um, The reason why I want to share this story is because it just shows God's love for his children. And it shows His mercy and His grace. And that it shows you that no matter what we do, that He will always, always receive us with open arms. He is not a judgmental God. He knows the truth. He knows because Jesus came to this earth. So He was able to see how man can be deceived by the devil. Amen. So... I pray in the name of Jesus, amen. Let's pray, amen. Mm. Heavenly Father, God, Holy Spirit, you are good. You are worthy to be praised, God. You are just an abundant God. You are just the most amazing person, the most amazing creator. (laughs) You are God, you are Alpha, the Omega, the ending and the beginning. You are our protector, our provider our deliverer, our healer, Father. You just resurrect everything in our lives, Father, and I pray that that's exactly what you're gonna do in this word, Father. I pray, Father, that as I speak, that I don't speak, Father, that I move out of the way, Father, and that I let the Holy Spirit have his way. Let this be a supernatural word, Father. A word that just keeps on giving. A seed that multiplies in the mighty name of Jesus, Father. Use me for your glory in the name of Jesus, Father. Show your children how much you love them, Holy Spirit. Let the words that come out of my mouth, God, be heavenly words in the name of Jesus, Father. God, cover this word with the blood of Jesus, Father. The fire of the Holy Ghost. The fire of the Holy Ghost, Father, as they hear the words that are coming out of my mouth. God, I love you and I pray that you protect this word, Father. You open up their ear gates, Father. You turn their, their the hearts of stone into flesh in the name of Jesus. You heal their hearts, God. You bring them closer to you, Father. You let them know that you love them, Father. You let them know that you are always there no matter what, Father. Teach them your ways, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, Father, I pray that they confess that Jesus Christ is their Lord and Savior, Father, so you can give them the gift of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. That's our connection to you, Father. You are so good, Father. We're grateful for the Holy Trinity because without you, Father, we'd be nothing. We'd be lost. We'd be lost zombies. We'd be lost zombies, Father. We wouldn't know where to go. We would be tormented, Father. We would be unhappy, Father. The devil would have his way with us. God, you said that with you there's everlasting life, Father. But with the devil, there's internal, There, there's there's death, Father. You said you can't serve two masters, Father. Amen. And I pray that today is a day that as they listen to this, Father, that they realize that God is the way. You will never, ever, you, you're not a God to torment your children. You give us these commandments, Father, to protect us from the devil, from these spirits that are satanic, from these spirits that just want to torment us and to hurt us, God and to kill us, Father. That's not what your spirit is about. Your spirit spirit is holy, God. Your spirit is a healing spirit. Your spirit is our connection to you. The only spirit that we want in our temple is the Holy Spirit, and I command any spirit that is not of God to be washed away and to be purged away in the name of Jesus. I command you to get out of every body in the name of Jesus, Father. I command it in the name of Jesus, Father. I pray that they begin to renounce everything that is not of you in the name of Jesus father I renounce myself father Thank you, Father, that this is a season of purging, Father, of renouncing, of being delivered, Father, of relationships, God, being restored, Father, of new relationships, God, being given to us, God. Any relationship in our lives, God, that is not God sent and that is devil sent, I bind it and I rebuke it in the name of Jesus, Father. I break every stronghold in the name of Jesus, Father. The blood of Jesus covers it, Father. God, let it not be hurting, God. Let it not hurt their heart, God. Give them a revelation of why, God. You said what we don't hear behind closed doors. You hear it, and that's why you separate us, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the protection. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for, for the guidance, Father. Thank you for being the light onto our path and the light onto our feet. In Jesus' name, Father, we welcome you into this word. Amen um do I like to pray yes it's so soothing it's the best medicine it's so amazing I just want to tell you as a sister in Christ or just as a woman or just anyone I just want you to know that I am not doing this for no other reason like when you are of the world and you realize that The love that God gives is the love that you've been seeking your entire life. you never want to go back. And when you find out the truth, you know, you want to share the goodness of God because you think when I was of the world, I thought that, um, you know, maybe relationships or, you know, drinking or smoking or just partying or just things, anything else, I thought that I was gonna find joy in those, um, those distractions, and it turned out that in the midst of my storm, in the midst of me trying to be delivered from my circumstances and things that were tormenting me, I realized that what, what I was seeking when I was being tormented, I was praying to God. I was, when I was alone in a room with four walls, I was praying to God. I was like, God, I don't know how to do this. I'm looking for peace and I'm looking for being restored. I I need peace. I need peace. I don't know why I'm saying this, but this is clearly God. And I just pray, Father, you take a hold of their heart as i was looking for peace i was on google searching for peace and um how to how to just cleanse my mind and just how to let go of things and the things that i would find on google would be um horoscopes like um just tarot things i don't know like reiki healing um i don't know like yoga meditation all these things and i thought okay yeah this this is gonna help me and not once did it say anything about God, you know, and the devil's such a liar, like, he's such a hater, you know, he doesn't want you to know the truth, so, of course, once you're looking on Google, you know what I mean, you're not going to find anything of God, you know, he's such a liar, um, and I, as I was praying to God, I was still looking on Google, um, And I found myself doing things that were not of God, like witchcraft. And I want to say witchcraft, like tarot card and like horoscopes. I was opening the door to the devil to torment me. And I wasn't even aware that as I opened myself up to these um, demonic um, um, objects, I didn't realize that, you know, that was me idolizing other gods, like putting my faith in other objects and in other, um, I don't know, things and that's not what God wants from us, you know. And as I did that I opened myself up to spiritual entities that were not of God. Amen. And you know, the devil knows how to deceive these new these new this new generation and you know. Um and the new age, you know, this these new age um uh, religions. Um, Amen. Let's get to this word. I don't know why I began to share that, but Amen. Um, lo and behold, even though I did that, I still found a church that I wasn't going to. But I, as I was praying to God, I said, God, I need a church and I need friends. And I, I want to thank you. Because when I was in a situation, I was praying to God to help me because I didn't know how to do it. I was talking to God like if I was talking to my best friend. And, like, what I want to say, like, a few weeks later, God opened the door for me and He made a way. And um, what I couldn't do for myself, He did for me. And I was so grateful. And the reason why I was so grateful, I. I was so grateful and I was like God I want to thank you and I want you the only way I know how to thank you is to go to church and tell you that I I, I care for you that's how I thought that I had to say thank you to him um and like a week later he gave me a church and I started to go there um I'm not a part of that church anymore um I actually found a new community that I'm involving myself in which I'm really grateful for and um What I seek is to have a personal relationship with God because there's protection, you know, where God is. God says the anointing breaks the yoke. So if there's no anointing in a community that you're in, then there's no yokes that will be broken. There's no strongholds that can be broken, you know. The Holy Spirit reveals things to you. I've been praying lately to God and um As I've been praying, I've been praying more and more and more and I'm so grateful because this new community has been, the fact that I felt the presence as I went in and the worship, it just felt so pure and just, it just felt like people were just more about God's presence than the people's presence, and that felt so amazing, it just felt so welcoming, and I feel like there was no restriction for the Holy Spirit to be there, you know, and that's what the Holy Spirit wants in us, He wants us to open ourselves up, you know, and if you want to receive the Spirit of God, I want to urge you to just say this small prayer with me, Um, I'm sorry that I'm doing this, but, um, I just feel led to do this and um, amen. So just repeat after me from your heart to God, amen. Heavenly Father, I come to you now in the mighty name of Jesus. You are my Lord and my savior. You died for me and rose again on the third day. Thank you for blessing me, protecting me and my family and for making our lives brand new. We thank you, and we honor you, and we welcome you in Jesus' name. Amen. So if your heart was open, you definitely received the gift of the Holy Spirit, regardless you received it. But amen. I'm grateful, and I'm happy that you received Jesus, (laughs) and you received the gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen. (sighs) Okay, so let's get to this to this story in the Bible. It's not long. I'm going to try to break it down. Um, amen. So <clears throat> you can find this story in Luke chapter 15, verse <clears throat> 11 through 32. Amen. Um, I'm not going to read the whole chapter. I'm just going to read a few scriptures. So basically, this is the parable of the lost son. So basically, um, it was this man. He had two sons. The young one First of all, these people had a good life, you know? Amen. I just want to read. Let me read. And it says, And he said, A certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And now many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there wasted his substance with... um righteous living amen i don't think i ever pronounced that right but it's all right amen jesus um i I guess maybe foolish living amen and when he had and when he had spent all there arose a mighty famine in that land and he began to be in want basically in need and he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country and he sent him into his field to feed swine and he would fain have filled his belly with husk that the swine did eat and no man gave on to him oh wow that's <laughs> i was going through it amen i i was listen i didn't plan on reading this but this is what i'm led to amen and when he came to himself he said how many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare. And I perish with hunger. I will rise and go to my father. I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned sinned against heaven and before thee. I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him, and he had compassion, and ran, and fell on his neck, and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven, and in thy sight I am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe, and put it on him, and put a ring on his head, his hand, and, cho- and shoes on his feet, and bring hither the fatted calf, and kill it, and let us eat, and be merry. For this my son was dead, and is alive again. He was lost, and is found. And they began to be merry. Now his older son was in the field, and as he came and drew nigh to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he said, and he called one of the servants, and asked what these things meant. And he said unto him, Thy brother is come and thy father has killed the fatted calf, calf because he has received him safe and sound and he was angry and would not go in therefore came his father out and entreated him and he answereth said to his father lo these many years do i serve thee neither transgressed transgressed i at any time that commandment, and yet thou never givest me a kid, that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this thy son was come, which has devoured that living with harlots, thou hast killed for him the fatted calf. And he said unto him, Son, thou art ever with me, and All that I have is thine. It was meet that we should make merry and be glad. For this, thy brother was dead and he is alive again and was lost and is found. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so let's break. I think that the story was very self-explanatory. It was very jam-packed, but amen. So basically, there was, you know, there was a father and this father had two children. And the youngest one, you know first of all they had a very good life. Clearly the it's very clear that this um that this family served God, that the dad believed in God and clearly had a personal relationship with God because how do I say this? Because it says right here in um in verse eighteen, like I said, chapter um, Luke chapter fifteen, verse eleven. But in verse um eighteen it says, I have sinned when he comes to his when he says i will rise and go to my father i will say unto him father i have sinned against heaven and before thee basically the son knew that um basically the son knew about God already because clearly the dad preached to the son and basically they had a relationship with God you know so the fact that he acknowledged not only the dad but he acknowledged God heaven that right there shows you that the dad was ministering to the children and that's why he the the father was wealthy it seems to me that the reason why they were so wealthy was because you know the dad was obedient to God the dad seek God's face the dad had a relationship with God and the fact that the dad amen let me not get there just yet but um so basically the son the younger son became rebellious. He had everything in the world in his home with his father. Clearly, his dad was a good dad. His dad was extremely wealthy. Um, the the kid grew rebellious. And he, he grew... Um, he wanted to try something new. He felt like this wasn't enough. He felt like there was more to life. So, you know, curiosity, you know, came upon him. So he told his dad, dad, I want half of my money. Um, I want the share of my money and I want to go out and do my own thing. And of course the dad, you know, of course the dad is, heartbroken and just can't believe that his son wants to do this but he was like all right son if this is what you want all right I'm gonna give it to you so that's what the dad did the dad gave him the money then the son went off and um he went off and instead of being wise with his money of course like I said he was being rebellious he was curious to explore things that he should have not been exploring and you know when you are of the world basically that money that God blesses you with You may think that just because you got blessed one day that that money that you get is going to last forever. No, because when you're being foolish, that money can like what God gives you in a day can be taken from you like that same day. You'd be surprised. And that's exactly what happened to that young man. He had all that money. And, like, as he went to this other country and he was foolish, and he was spending his money left and right, da-da-da-da. Um, there was a great famine that happened in that country. And now he has no money. He has no family around him. He doesn't have anyone that he can trust. And he began, I guess, working for, I don't know, a farmer or whatever. And he was just, he was not able to eat the way his family was eating. He, he felt, he even said it, like, the servants that work for my dad eat better food than I'm eating right now. And, um, of course he grew weary. He was like, Oh no. And then he started to see that his, what he did was foolish. He started to see that he started to repent. He started to see, wow, I had it so good. And, uh, I was foolish. I I now see the errors of my mistake of my decision. So he said, he said, you know what, I give up, I re- I regret being prideful, I regret having ego, I regret this all, I regret being rebellious, um, I regret thinking that I knew better, I regret thinking that this was the best, that, you know, trying to explore other things that were not, you know, godly and what God wanted for me, um, So then he said the next day he um, wanted to go to his dad. And as he's going to his dad, he said he was going to go to his dad and repent and tell his dad, I'm sorry. And I sinned not only against you, but I sinned against God. And he was acknowledging. He was acknowledging that he, that God, um, that he rebelled not only against the dad, but against God. You know, God's will over his life. Um, So. As he came, okay, this is not really what I wanted to talk about, but it's good to break down, whatever. So, as he's going to his dad, you know, right away he's like nervous and he's weary. And oh my god, there's this part where he talks about like, um, um, ta da da da. I have sinned against thee in thy sight and worthy to be called thy son. But the father said on servants bring So basically the son the the son was like, You know what, I'm gonna go home and I don't even mind if I'm a servant. I don't even care if he, he he was so nervous to go back home even though he repented and he wanted to go back home he said you know what i'm gonna take whatever i can get so i don't even care i don't even care if i'm looked at as the son or not like I, whatever i can get right now just to be close to my family to be protected by them i don't even mind being a servant uh, to serve my family he felt like he was going to be uh just looked down upon he thought that he was never gonna be seen as the man that you know he was seen before he thought people were gonna look down upon him judge him treat him differently not be loved not be cherished cherished or whatever but when he came when he was on his way to his dad his dad seen him and right away his dad ran to him and hugged him and embraced him and kissed him so basically this right here is God's love for us and instead of the father judging him like the kid right away said, "I'm sorry, I I'm sorry, I sinned against you, dad, and against heaven," and the son said, "It's okay," and the dad said, "It's okay," and um basically they did a celebration for the son. He told all his servants, "Bring me a jacket, bring me a ring," um, kill. Uh, basically, he he said, "Let's have a celebration," you know. Um, and the ending of this um story, God's that you know it says. It says um and is alive it says for this thy brother was dead and his and is alive again and was lost and is found so basically the son was lost basically you know he was deceived by the devil just like um eve was deceived by the devil she ate of the apple basically that kid he, his curiosity made him be deceived thinking that the grass was greener on the other side. And, um, as he's on the other side and, um, you know what I'm saying? But God received him. God received him. So basically the dad is like God, God will receive us with open arms. People think that, um, that God is a judgmental God. That God is gonna judge us. As God. That God doesn't want us because of all the inquities and all the things that we have done in our lives. But in reality, God made us. God knows who the real us are he knows that the devil is a liar he knows that the devil is a deceiver he knows that that there are lingering spirits that are not godly and that will manipulate us you know and if we're not leaning on god and if we're not seeking a personal relationship with god we will be deceived and that's what happened with that young man you know what i mean and that man was so scared to come back home because he thought that god that his dad was going to judge him and not receive him and that um he was going to have to um, uh, be in a lower rank, you know what I'm saying? But in reality, the dad received him and made a celebration to him. And that's what I want you to know that God doesn't care of what you've done and what you didn't do. God will always receive you because you are his son. He made you, he created you and he, he wants to protect you. He, I don't want you to think that whatever anyone has said to you, I don't ever want You know that guilt and that guilt and that shame that you feel—that those emotions are not of God. That's the devil trying to keep you away from coming and seeking God's love for you. God's love is so abundant. His love, His love leads all men to repentance and that man that young man coming back to his father and seeing the way his father received him with an open heart and and celebrating him it just led him to even more repentance like I will never do this again it taught him a lesson like wow like you know sometimes we have to go through these moments to see like wow God is good and he loves me and he will never abandon me you know and even when I am foolish um and it's not even us I want you guys to know that it's not you that anger that you feel that depressive that um bitterness that unforgiveness that's not of God and um that's of the devil you know I always say this, everything that's negative is not of God and everything that's positive is of God. So being cheerful, being happy, being filled with joy, being a giver, I want you to know that those are the traits of God. you know what I mean? Um, and all negative are the traits of the devil and I want you to know that you are not different and you are actually you are different because you are from a chosen generation. You are called to be different. And if people make you feel uncomfortable for being different, who cares? You know what I mean? God will bring you the people that are meant to be in your life. And I want you to know God is receiving you with open arms. Don't think that your past will make God say, Ew, don't get close close to me. That's what man does. God said, don't trust man. Don't trust man (laughs) because man can be deceiving. And that's a fact. And what he means by that is don't trust the flesh in me but trust the Spirit in me. That's why God wants us to have a personal relationship with Him. That's why if I don't have a relationship with God, I can't love someone unconditionally. I can't move in into- the in a supernatural way. I'm going to deceive you. I might hurt you. I I will lie to you. But when I have the Spirit of God, I'm going to have compassion. I'm going to be caring. I'm not going to judge you. I'm going to understand you. I'm going to look at you through eyes of God and of love, just the way that that father did to his lost son. That's how I know that that man knew God. Because if he didn't know God, he would have said, yeah, you are going to be a servant. Matter of fact, you're not going to come back into my house. Go back to where you came from. And that's what the devil would do. First of all, the devil doesn't even care about anyone. You know what I mean? The devil is a piece of nothing. You know what I'm saying? I don't even think the devil even... Amen. Let's not even give him attention, but you know, that's how I know that that man had a relationship with God because the way he received him, he didn't think, he didn't care about the past. He just cared that the son was back home and he was ready to cater to him and to nurture him and to bring him back to life, you know, and it's beautiful. And that's what God wants to do with you. Amen. God wants to bring you back. And he wants to nurture you. He wants to nurture you with his love, his love and his word. He wants to, he wants to have you under his His wing, you know, God says in the Bible, He who abideth under the secret place of the Most High shall find refuge, you know. Um, and I want you to not let the devil deceive you, don't let your Past mistake dictate your future with God. God is never gonna judge you. You know what God is gonna do? He's gonna clean you from the inside out if you allow him to. Invite God into your heart. Invite him and say, God, I don't want to feel shame. I don't want to feel what I'm feeling, Father. Don't let the devil deceive me. And if this and what this woman is saying, God, is of you, Father. I pray, Father. I pray, Father, that I receive it and you make something happen in my life, God. You give me a new church. You give me someone That is of God, someone that has knowledge and wisdom and revelation, a true shepherd, Father, not a fake shepherd in the name of Jesus, not a false shepherd, Father, but a true deliverer in Christ, Father, a shepherd that iron will sharpen iron in the name of Jesus, Father. Thank you, Father. Amen. That was the story, amen. If you guys wanna read this chapter, I suggest you do. I just really want you to know that God's goodness is good. He is so merciful, he's so graceful. He doesn't care about what you did. He's happy that you're coming back home. He doesn't care. While you have all this baggage coming up to him, like, God, look what I did. He's like, don't worry about that, my beautiful son or daughter. Don't worry about that leave that over there actually don't bring that to me i got it i got it i got you just like how a cow bomb feeds the baby nurtures him to good health like a lion like a uh, like they nurture their children they protect their children that's what god wants to do you know what i'm saying he's such a good father he heals us back. He restore everything back. He brings us back to life. That's why I say when we're walking zombies, this is when we don't carry the spirit of God. When we're deceived by the devil, by the lustful things of this world, by the material things in this world. And that's what happened to the young man. He got deceived by the things of the world. He got deceived thinking that the money was going to bring him new things, maybe new women like to fornicate or stuff like that. And it turned out that that didn't bring him happiness. You know what I mean? That void that you feel in your heart, that void, no amount I'm sorry for saying this. No amount of sex, no amount of smoking weed, no amount of drinking, no amount of gossiping, no amount of traveling will fulfill you until you have God inside of it, until you make God your first priority, until you make God the love of your life, until you get the fear of the Lord within you. You will never be happy. You will never be truly happy. I will never Lie to you. I will never deceive you as a sister in Christ. Um, I just pray that you really believe me in the name of Jesus. It's not by, you know, God said it's not by persuasive words, but by power and miracle signs and wonders will follow through the Holy Spirit. And I pray that as I spoke to you, that you felt you felt something shift within you in the mighty name of Jesus because I'm giving full authority to the Holy Spirit to lead this beautiful, beautiful word in the name of Jesus. And I pray that it was not even a beautiful word, but that it was a transformative word, a seed that will multiply and that will continue to give, a seed that held power and a miracle and a sign and a wonder in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, amen. I am so sorry that I keep making these so long. I try so hard not to make them long, but amen. Listen, I can't help who I am. <laughs> amen. Like I said, if you want to um read this chapter yourself, it's in Luke chapter 15, verse 11 through um 38, and it's basically called the parable of the lost son. Um, read it to yourself, it's New King James Version. Amen. That's all I have for today. I love you guys. I'm just going to pray out in Jesus' name. Amen. Heavenly Father, God, I just want to thank you, Holy Spirit, for using me and just working your your spirit in people, Father. I pray, Father, that this seed is just fruitful, Father. I thank you for using me. I thank you for your words of wisdom and revelation. I thank you for your guidance, Father. I thank you for just... Your reverence, Father. I thank you for your authority over our lives, Father. I thank you for our, your protection over our lives, Father. I thank you that you never leave us nor forsake us, that you make our entire lives brand new, Father, that you heal us, Father, that you resurrect everything in our lives, Father, that you resurrect our steps, that you direct our steps, Father. We love you and we thank you, Father, and I pray that you take everything that is not from you away from them in the name of Jesus, Father. We love you, and we thank you, God. We thank you for you and your word. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, that's all I have for today. Like I said, I wasn't trying to make this long, but it is what it is. I'm going to end this at 3. Yes, bye.